In your order of worship, it says sermon, don't worry. <laughs> it's really just a homily. Whenever I say homily to my wife, she says, homily, homily, homily. <laughs> it's, you know, it's just one of these things we do. Our society isn't really sure about dreams. We speak reverently of the American dream of opportunity for all. We celebrate Dr. King's dream of beloved community. Hold on to your dreams, we say. Keep the dream alive. At the same time, anyone we call a dreamer, we dismiss as naive, maybe even foolish. Someone whose head is in the clouds, oblivious to the harsh realities we know too well. That may be one of the few good things about this elevated pulpit. It keeps my head in the clouds. Because the very act of dreaming is an act of power. Dreaming makes possible what was impossible. It stretches the boundaries of what is to embrace what can be. Without dreaming of the sky, how can we ever fly? When I asked the congregation to share your dreams with me, you responded with grand visions and humble suggestions. I can't possibly share all of them this morning, but here's a brief sample, which Elizabeth and I will share with you. I dream of a congregation that is known for transformative worship, radical inclusion, and bold public witness. I dream of a congregation that remains vital and active all year long. I dream it's 1029 on a Sunday morning, the meeting house is full and people are sitting up in the balcony. People greet each other warmly, move over in the pews and make room for others to join them. Everyone is wearing a name tag. I dream it's new, new Member Recognition Sunday and a third or more of the people joining are immigrants or people of color. I dream that the annual fund only takes a month to reach its goal. No one remembers the phrases annual fund mop-up or closing the gap. I dream that everyone reads the Meeting House News and the announcements and attends important meetings, and no one says, I never heard about that. I dream that atheists, Christians, Muslims, Jews, Democrats, Republicans, Libertarians, gays, and others all feel safe and cared for within our congregation. I dream we are such a lively and thriving congregation that we often use the auditorium for our gatherings, workshops, meetings, and coffee hour. It's bright and warm, and its kitchen serves us well. 
I dream that enough people are involved in the church that burnout never happens. I dream we have the year-round activities of a community, a summer retreat, a winter trip, and spring and fall excursions when we enjoy each other's company in something other than committee work. I dream that the standing committee is now called a board of directors so people know what we're talking about. My dream is to see the congregation one day spontaneously get up in the aisles and dance. My deepest dream is that our worship is so inspiring and joyful, our faith so healing, our people so welcoming, our commitment to social justice so authentic that we attract people of all races and ethnicities who want to be part of this community. And speaking of dreams, I, I, I have to say at this moment that I invited Jonathan to provide that piano um, piece as we spoke uh, just minutes before uh, worship began this morning. This on top of many other outrageous demands that I was placing upon him. All I asked was that it be something dreamlike other than the impossible dream. <laughs> and I have to say that, Jonathan, you nailed it. Thank you. So these are dreams of power and possibility. It's up to us, all of us, to make them real. I can't do it. The standing committee can't do it, even if we change their name. <laughs> In dreams begins responsibility, wrote William Butler Yeats. We are responsible response able. We are responsible for the future we dream of. And so I invite you now to make your pledge of responsibility to this community. Make your pledge as big as your dream, as deep as your love, as expansive as your spirit. If you've pledged before, pledge more than before. If you've never pledged before, now is the time to step up. Even if you have not yet joined the congregation as a member, if you plan to be with us for a while, we need your pledge in order for us to plan. If you need a pledge form, just raise your hand and a volunteer will bring one to you. Here come our volunteers. When you make a pledge this morning, you'll get an awesome bright green sticker that says, the power of dreams, I pledged. Who has those stickers? There, oh, ah! Those, are, hold that up again. Ah! Thank God the aesthetics committee is not here this morning. 
My pledge this morning is for $6,600. That's an increase of 10% from my last year's pledge, and it's 7.5% of my salary. Of course, I also give to other causes, charities, and organizations working for justice, but I'm giving 7.5% of my salary to this congregation because it's that important. If we don't give boldly, if we don't stretch our capacity for generosity, our dreams for this congregation will not come true. Whatever you can give, whatever you can give, it's now. So first, I invite forward all of you who have already pledged for the coming fiscal year by whatever means, in writing, online, by phone, in person, if you've already made a pledge for this coming fiscal year, please come forward as you are able. 